Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Pot of Thunder, the recognized. Yes. Look at how he did that. <laughs> we were just watching ladies bowling, and Nick was really excited about uh, the demeanor of the announcer, the enthusiasm that the announcer brought to the yeah. game. Yeah. So I think that's going to be Nick's attitude for this yeah. whole episode. Like, I've been uh, inoculated or indoctrinated with that, whatever the word is. Probably both. Well, here we are. You know me. Oh, come on. Here's my buddy Andy. Blue microphones. We love them. And who, who's <laughs> Does that, that count? <laughs> it's good enough. Okay. Listen to that. Ah, uh, yes. It's never sounded better, and he's never looked better. Here he comes. Polking his way across <laughs> the stage. The one. Oh, man. The only. Nick Nick Pollock in the house. Uh, there thank you. If Now, anybody listening, if they've ever heard of the Pierogi Fest in Whiting, uh, Indiana, if they'd been there in what, 03? No, 04? 04. 04. They'd been walking by. They could have heard that song done twice. 03. You're right. 03? Okay. Right. They would have heard that music twice that night at least. Wait, 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 wait. 04. 03 was the parade. Okay. Where we were selling the singles of it. And then we had 04 was when we played live. We had to talk our way into coming back in 04. Yeah. And that was it, right? They didn't want us that back was in 05. <laughs> it's oh, over. I remember, I actually remember the lady's email that when we requested, hey, uh, see you guys got the dates announced. You need some talent. She said, it doesn't even make sense. She used the wrong word. She said, we're actually having a change of venue this year. But thank you for inquiring. <laughs> <laughs> a total lie. A smokescreen <laughs> response. Know, like, th- either that's the worst lie in history, because <laughs> it was, or she just used the wrong word. Venue was not, yeah, didn't well. make any sense with what she was, I think she was just trying to say, we don't want you guys this year. Well, that was too much. And that was okay. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? She Did you guys have out. any repeat bookings other than at my coffee shop? The only one I could think of, it doesn't really count, was the Hammond National Guard Armory. That doesn't count because that's like because a rental. You, yeah, you get and invited then, by anybody. Yeah. yeah. There. So I don't. Well, you guys rented out the Towley Theater too. They didn't have you back. After uh, you trashed the they, lobby. They had us back in a different but form. No, but we played there twice. That's true. So that's a repeat. And we didn't rent that. That's true. 
they just booked us. Oh, I thought you rented that No, place. no. So that's yeah. the closest. So two and out at that place. And then <laughs> Nick and I in another incarnation. But that's a story for another day. Who's that third voice? Oh, my God. You want him. We got him. Come on. Succumb to my power, my age, and my weight. All of which are considerable. There he is. It's the breakout star of the podcast medium. Put your hands together for Chris L. Nick already beat me to it. I don't. Yep. His hands are together. I'm stoked tonight. Don't ever speak over our Kells uh, exhaling again during my intro. Did I say something? Me? Somebody spoke over him well, that's inappropriate and it'll never happen again <laughs> i laughed maybe that's what it was and that won't <clears throat> stop anytime soon <sighs> wow. there's gonna be no shortage of laughter especially today nick's fired up nick's bringing good vibes only so well, after last week's debacle should be interesting to see what happens this week <laughs> <sighs> which right. it's nick's pick right it is oh that's fun this is going to be fun. I'm excited. I'm so excited. What a day. Excuse me. I'm belching over here. Strange day. Oh, I want to tell you guys a quick story. Just something that happened to me today that I thought was humorous. Um, I went to Target. I had to go to the bathroom. So I went in the stall because there was a guy at the urinal and I didn't want to be a weirdo. <laughs> there was, just go right next to him. So I'm like, I'll just go in the stall. There's a smudge of crap mm. on the outside of the toilet bowl on the oh, front. Of course. Oh, God. And I was just thinking, how could that have even happened? I'm trying to figure out the physics in my head of how on the front, mm. on the outside, there's a smudge. <laughs> like, was it that much? Like, he almost made it and didn't make it? <laughs> you know, the guy was pretending he was on a jet ski and riding it backwards. <laughs> So I was thinking maybe he tried to do the AC Slater pose and, and misjudged where the yeah, hole the, was. One hand on the handle, pretending like he's driving a jet ski. That's what I'm going People with. People are animals. Yeah. Animals. Yeah, so that's where I'm coming from today. You guys want to open this uh, first package? No, oh, we got a package. Does anybody want? Yeah, how about Chris opens that? Okay, because I already... We got something. More or less know what it is. What do you mean you know what it is? How do you know what it is? Because I was told... And it's by, open to by the person so. who sent it. Who sent it? Lombardozzi. Tommy Lombardozzi. Oh, snap. Our, our buddy, pal, Tommy Lombardozzi. Our buddy from the hoof. Uh, I won't give the street number, but apparently he lives on Corpses Avenue in <laughs> that's Brooklyn. What it, that's what it looks like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what do we got here? What is this? <laughs> I don't know what it is. It says Chris doesn't black want to open it. Black tar heroin it's written something on the wrapped side. in foil. It says yeah. black tar horse. Oh, oh, it says okay. that. It does. <laughs> Same <laughs> thing. It's a nice thing to send in the mail. <laughs> a, a brick wrapped in foil. Uh, that Tommy. We got a Ghostbusters two trading card. <laughs> Eat this, Vigo. <laughs> okay. That's the. I only saw two. I never saw one. You're kidding. I've never seen it all the way. I've seen two many times. I, same thing with Caddyshack. It's it's just, I don't know what it is. I mean, if you see two first, you can't go back. No. Watch a lesser circuit. film. Yeah. Ooh. Yes, these are what he promised. And what are they? They are cannoli bars, candy oh, bars. Oh, that. <clears throat> Only available, Tommy. I think, in his area. 
Very nice of Tom. Yeah. Thank send you. him a thank you. All right, we got a note here. Should I read the note or the back of the Eat This Vigo <laughs> card? There's a little write-up on here. Yeah, go for it. The Ghostbusters fire their slime blower weapon weapons and hose genos from head to toe. Then they turn to hate-crazed Vigo, who has almost completely emerged from the painting. Great. (laughs) (laughs) All right, now here's the note that came with the candy. Eat this. Nick, exclamation point. I appreciate the entertainment you guys give us every week, as well as our friendship. What is... Enjoy these candy bars. I hope they're all you've hoped for. All the best. Tommy, P.S. Sorry for my shitty handwriting. I hope you can read it. Well, sounds like you no did. No problem there. And we've got uh, a uh, <laughs> button of uh, of uh, Tattoo and Mr. Rourke from Fantasy Island attached onto there. Oh, that's that's nice. kind of nice. Nice Never bonus. seen anything like that before. So that that's pretty good. cool. Almost blanked on the names of the uh, characters I, there. Yeah, I, I only know the actor names. I've never actually watched Fantasy Island. Another thing I missed out on. Hmm. Well, thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, thanks, Tommy. Tommy. I wasn't. Was there another? There's package? another package right here. Yeah, there was talk before the show that there are multiple packages. This is uh, this one doesn't have a note. It's self-explanatory. Self-explanatory. There's, it looks like a shoe-sized box. Well, there's one for each of you. Would you like me to tell you who it's from, or do you want to just open it and guess when you see what it is? Because <laughs> you'll be able to guess. When each you of us, you didn't get anything? I already took mine out. You already took yours out? Yep. Okay. So, there you What go. is this opening packages before we arrive at the studio? It's not how it's done. <laughs> mine were melted, though, so I had to... <laughs> I had to doctor it mine a bit. Looks to be what appears uh, to be coffee mugs. One for Nick Nick Pollock. <laughs> I can see, I can see who's on it already. <laughs> <laughs> the Matthias Jabs <laughs> coffee mugs. Oh, beautiful! Who would that be from? You would. There's only one person who we sent it to who was on the episode with us Jericho Chris Jericho himself oh, wow. sent, Thanks. sent us a gift did not know so now we've got people so we talked about this before when Nick was on the Deep Purple <laughs> podcast they gave him a gift Chris got a gift I did the weekend homo book that's right and now easy Nick easy and careful now, now Chris Jericho's giving us gifts after appearing on our show so yeah. I think we have to get in the gift giving mode and make up for all these nice things people are giving us. Uh, that's so great. But yeah, awesome well, thank stuff. thank you, Tommy and Chris. Mm-hmm. <laughs> be, this can be my morning go-to mug. Oh, yeah. Start the day off right with yeah, that thing. Yeah, I'll be at the bus stop with that thing in the winter. <laughs> You're going to take it with you. <laughs> Almost makes you want to go back to the office, doesn't it? Yeah. Just casually walk up to somebody's cube with the Matthias Jabs coffee mug. <laughs> So, what's happening? You busy today? <laughs> Anything I can help you with? The whole time the person you're talking to is like, 
what the fuck is that yeah. coffee mug? <laughs> not, they don't hear a word Who you're is saying. That? <laughs> what, what kind of charisma is coming from And why am I suddenly feeling moist in my ne- nether region looking at that? And why was Stone Cold Steve Austin so wrong about the charisma thing? <laughs> that I yeah, don't know. he was way off base on that. Look at that mug. Thing of beauty. Incredible piece. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Well, one more piece. Let's, uh... It's on a plate. I'm I actually before that I'm ready to announce the song. We didn't even do the bozo pew. No, n- not this week. It's a special dedication this week. We don't want it! We don't want it! Oh, okay, fine. Special I dedication. Wanna... Somebody's birthday is this Wednesday, June twenty third. Hmm. Okay. I'll reveal it after the song. All right. You want uh, me to gets do? Announced. Yeah. I you think, ready? I think I should just do it first, and then we'll follow up. All right. All right, Harold. This one's called All Hell Break Stuff. Off of <laughs> Limp Misfit. By the band. Or I mean Limp Misfit. Ow! It could be oh. the album too. I don't yeah. know. So it's a YouTube exclusive, apparently. Glenn Danzig turned sixty-six on Wednesday. Oh, oh man! Of course, he turned sixty-six. Oh, this is. A I big can imagine. For him. Imagine the dedications. Yeah, of adding the, another the, digit. The, to the that. memes will be. Uh, in numbering in the tens of thousands to commemorate that. Yeah, it, everything kind of lined up for that. Yeah, hard to argue with that. Um, and then the dessert. Mm-hmm. We have it goes uh, with it. It kind of goes with it. We don't call it dessert. The, oh, sure. Whatever, whatever it might be. About? It's not a dessert. There's no dessert. <laughs> We have, you guys each got a slice of uh, dirty black bottom pie. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Dirty black bottom, that was the title of a spice catalog uh, selection, wasn't it? Very well could have been. Should have been. If it wasn't, it should have been. Yeah. Do they even do that anymore? Do they have titles for things? Or is it just random internet scattered pornography? I don't know how these these things are yeah, cataloged I, anymore. I, I've completely lost uh, touch with that. I can't say that I'm disappointed. Yeah, I'm with you. The sordid world to be drawn into. Yeah. All right, Speaking let's, of let's, which... <laughs> let's get back to the matter at hand. We're, we're handling uh, two, two sordid artists mashed up together. Mm-hmm. Now, give a little background to people who have no idea what okay. we're talking about. So this is, um, it's got 103,000 views as of this recording, but Andy... Should s- be uh, <laughs> 10 times that. Andy sent it point. to us back when it had, what, 300? Yeah. yeah was- how did Now, how did this come on your radar for, through some Danzig news uh, yeah. news desk or a, something a, like that? A Danzig Facebook group, but it, it was one of those that's primarily based on... Uh, Cyberbullying Glenn Danzig, <laughs> yeah, yeah which, celebrating him through uh, humor more so than just news, yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's how we came across it, yeah. and, and as soon as I saw it, I'm like, I don't know. This, oh no, this is. Yeah. But but I think you guys felt the same way. When I you, didn't know what to expect. To okay. be honest with you, I just thought like, hmm, well, I, I I'm not sure. I pressed it, I clicked on it, and then it just started going right away. I was okay. like, okay, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. it's an instant. Uh, <laughs> bullseye 
mean, it, it, there's nothing about this that isn't perfect. So to break it down for everybody who's completely unfamiliar with what they're about to hear, mm-hmm. it is a cover of the Limp Biscuit song Break Stuff done <laughs> in the style of the Misfits. Mm-hmm. Danzig era, of course. Yes. And that's why they're Limp Misfit. And now is all this all break stuff? Is this? Uh, are, do we know if there are multiple uh, Limp Biscuit songs to be done in this? Uh, so I looked. Style. This is the only upload they've posted. The only video on this whole YouTube channel. People are clamoring and for more. They're anonymous too. They've kept. They've held on to anonymity. Well, it says from Lodi, Florida. If you're, but you know, the, I, well, the guys have names too. Like that's that's how I'm gonna say. Okay. Here. Performed by Glenn. Durstzig and Wes Wolfgang von Borlenstein. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, they've got all the bases covered. And it's isn't it Lodi, New Jersey is where Misfits are from? And then yeah. Limp Biscuits from somewhere in Florida, Tallahassee or something. Oh, interesting. Clever. So, yeah, so they're doing a little combo. <clears throat> so like a, a early Kiss-esque mystique with these guys. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what, whatever it is, this is the this this is on par with the my dick stuff in terms. <laughs> I mean, the my dick guys are way more prolific, but this is just like an instant, uh, an instant <laughs> slam dunk from the second you you hit play on it. You're like, okay, this is gonna be good. And when was it released? It was only a couple two weeks ago, as of this recording. It's was it more than that? Well, think. it's it's uh, it's rounding it to two weeks. On that says May twenty seventh. Yeah, yeah, coming up in a month. How about that? <laughs> Taking the world by storm. Looking at some. I had it going on a loop earlier today. <laughs> today? I admit it. Yeah. yeah. It's like when I get a lull during work, I'll punch it up on a loop, just keep it going over and over. You never get sick of it. It's hilarious. These comments are great, too. It's like, this restored my faith in music. Um, I like this <laughs> way more than I should. It's it's Well, we haven't listened to it yet, so you know we don't like to praise or bash things too much beforehand. But, but come on. Well, I will say it's one of the most exciting musical discoveries of the of this year for me so oh no question for me either or also here's a good one you're really gonna want to continue doing this (laughs) (laughs) it's a fucking slam dunk yeah that's i'll back that (laughs) oh here last one the production value of this recording is better than danzig's last two solo records well (laughs) i I, i'd like to touch on that while we're listening yeah okay (laughs) That, that occurred to uh, me as well. Okay. I You're familiar with Danzig's last two releases? Yeah, yeah the, the Elvis the, one the and the covers cover, one. The two covers. <laughs> oh, okay. Albums, yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones we said sounded like he just banged it out, like karaoke style, one after another. Probably And, and that's the way the, the tracks sound as well. <laughs> All right. So, we don't know a lot about this. Any other thoughts before we get into it? No, I think I think we gave it all. <laughs> oh, and the last good thing, it the the logo on the video, it's the the crimson ghost misfit skull with the red Yankees yeah, cap. That's right. And then limp from Limp Biscuit and then Misfit is in the style of the Misfits. So all hell breaks <laughs> stuff. By the way, have you ever watched... Now, what is All Hell based on? Is it a Misfits song? All Hell Breaks Loose. Yeah, All Hell Breaks Loose okay. is Misfits. 
and then break stuff obviously yeah. is break stuff I, i'm not super familiar with the misfits in fact the only song i've ever heard from them is the one we did on the show bullet oh yeah okay well, Andy, have you ever watched the Crimson Ghost movie from 1946? No, I know that's what that it's on. Logo's it's from. on YouTube, just in case. I've watched it. Is it good? It's 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 as good as any other like black and white uh, serial. You know, it's a full movie, but it, it you know it's like that. Okay, like you're watching I don't know um, like an old Batman serial or something like that. Okay, yeah, I have to check it out. But that's like the. Is that like the evil character? Is that? Oh yeah, and, it, and it's exactly what he looks like too. How weird! Yeah, I mean that's that's they just took it. They just he just took it from this nineteen forty six movie. Why not? Yeah, worked for him. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's all calm down. <laughs> Have a commercial. After this commercial, we will start this masterpiece or whatever. Uh, we all know it's a masterpiece. It doesn't matter if I give it away. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Here we go. Hold on. You monkey. <laughs> Here we go. First, firstly, oh. it sounds more to me like an old Ramones song musically than the Misfits. Than Misfits? But I guess there's not that. There's not a whole lot of difference besides production in some of those instances. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you guys are gonna have to speak to the nuances of the music. I'm completely clueless about it. It's to me, it's like an old Ramones song. Like at least sonically, that's how it's coming across. I mean, I hear it. I mean, yeah. I mean, it still it still hits the mark mm-hmm. for for being a misfits, uh, <laughs> but then the vocal the, the vocal is what really does. Yeah, it. I mean, oh, the, yeah. it's <laughs> masterful. It's perfect, exactly. perfect impression. And it's it's funny because like Danzig, you know, love him or hate him, you can't deny that his vocals are very expressive. Yeah, like it's he he doesn't just he doesn't just do a boring vocal on anything. And the same can be said with Fred Durst. Love him or hate him. That's true. He puts a lot of he puts a lot into the performance mm-hmm. as far as trying to get the emotion across. That's very true. Maybe that's where this came from. He saw some it, parallels, it, it, even though yeah. it's not uh, it's not apparent immediately. But if you think about it, 
Well, no, but the way these guys put it together, it's it's a uh, it's instantly uh, obvious that it should have happened a long time ago. Do we have the lyrics up? Yeah, I do. Okay, <laughs> just in case someone's unfamiliar. Do you want me to read them all? Up I, to this I point? think so because it might be unintelligible right. it, and for some. It's just one of those days where you don't want to wake up. Everything is fucked. Everybody sucks. You don't really know why, but you want to justify ripping someone's head off. Okay. Uh, I think those two lyrics in the middle were some of the funniest. The uh, everything is fucked. Everybody <laughs> sucks. <laughs> I mean, perfectly executed. The way he says head off is pretty great, too. <laughs> well, yeah. Cause hey, we could pick this apart. We, we, we could talk about this for three hours. <laughs> yeah. The guy who's singing this is very well-versed in Danzig nuance. Because mm-hmm. you hear the, like, the way he delivers these, you're like, I, I can't pinpoint where I've heard that exact. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah, it's, does. it's stuff that Danzig's done, totally. definitely. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, I'm, uh, coming up here is my my favorite uh well there's a lot of them but this is right up there with my favorite uh delivery of the lyric all right here we go Your best bet is to stay away, motherfucker. Just his inflection at the end. (laughs) And and he varies it up throughout the song, which is the beautiful thing. He very nearly loses the timing. (laughs) Almost lost it there for a second. Yeah, and it's perfect because you listen to old Misfit stuff. It's it's not it's not uh, not polished. No, it's not polished whatsoever. So it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Ready for the chorus? Yeah, there's. This is my, I would say, second favorite, possibly tied for the top. <laughs> the way he says bullshit, <laughs> and again, the way he, the inflection when he says it, and the way he mixes it up throughout the song is is, is brilliant. And he's got it down how Danzig does it, where he'll do kind of a growly voice, and then he'll just go to like a straight up clean yeah uh, like like he goes into like his elvis kind of thing uh-huh. right trying to hit some upper re- yeah register and, and a bit. abandoning that sort of gravelly tone <laughs> mm-hmm. in order to do it i'm gonna rewind it a couple seconds i think there's just something about rewind it a couple minutes as far as i'm concerned <laughs> something about this when you play it on youtube it like misses the first split second of what of where you left off so i'm gonna go back so we can hear that again uh now obviously these you, you these are not uh sophisticated individuals in terms of their recording technique but like i said one of the beauty the beauties of this is you know everything like top shelf music nowadays is so um so mechanical like if you get a good vocal take you just cut and paste it throughout the song so it's Mm -hmm. the same fucking thing Mm -hmm. 
you listen to this guy as they get through every every repeated lyric from earlier in the song is delivered differently and equally if not more so entertaining as the song (laughs) moves along yeah you don't get that from like the top shelf bands anymore they're either too lazy or they're there's they're the old timers who can't uh you know really cut it vocally so they have to take one take that they get right and paste it throughout a song or that's just the game now yeah the producer well right there's that that, but whatever the reason is you don't get a vocal performance like this from a top shelf band so these guys are actually better than uh, any top shelf band out there name one and, and they're better yeah the vocalist anyway I'm going to take a wild guess and say it's one guy for the whole thing, but who knows? Well, well it's mean, at least co- possibly two. Well, yeah, based two guys, on, based on based this on information. What listed but, out, but yeah. does it, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. You got to give me some of those lyrics. Those are great. Yeah. Um, let's see. Here we go. Let me f- get around this uh, pop filter. All right. <clears throat> it's just one of those days feeling like a freight train. First one to complain leaves with a blood stain. My goodness. Damn right. I'm a maniac. <laughs> you better watch your back because I'm fucking up your program. The the damn right. I'm a maniac. Just it took me by surprise on this listen. I've heard it many times already. Uh huh. But that that line for some reason stood out to me this time. <laughs> now, do you mean in the original context or on this delivery? On this delivery. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I never really uh, keyed in on that either. But uh, you know, like all great <laughs> art, every time you consume it, something else becomes apparent that solidifies its status as a masterpiece. Well, there's going to be a lot more of that. Got almost two more minutes. So. Oh, good. <laughs> There's a variation on that that you mentioned. <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay. Motherfucker. I like yeah, he's really getting into it. And then you're stuck up, you just lucked up, next in line to get fucked up. Your best bet is to stay away, motherfucker. It's just one of those days. And then back into the chorus. Hilarious. I guess I haven't, I mean, I haven't listened to Limp Bizkit ever on purpose, but I guess (laughs) I haven't heard this song, the original, for a while and just just forgot how brutal the lyrics were. Just pure, you know. Just pure, you mean brutal in what way? Like violent? Brutal, yeah, just yeah. like pure aggression, pure yeah, pure violence. Mm-hmm. A yeah. bit, a bit shocking, even still. It's funny that this is. I'm not making any kind of comment about how I feel about it or whatever, but it's funny that this was like a legitimate pop song of 1999. Wasn't I mean I think that was the right year maybe I mean I I would like I would argue and I don't I've never looked it up never bothered as far as sales figures ticket sales record sales but I would say Limp Bizkit was 
arguably the biggest band in the world around that time. Yeah. Late nineties, early two thousands. I think which so. Is, for for someone who didn't live through that, anybody listening who's younger might mm-hmm. think, No, come on. No, I for think real. Yeah. yeah, that was that was legitimately yeah, they, they were the case, I think. For a two or three year period. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, you know, Durst just his off stage persona and the stuff he was involved in just the way he carried himself just uh you know really uh, cast the band in such a negative light but uh, i'll i'll say what i've said uh, i think a few times on this show i find limp biscuit to be musically interesting including the the vocal the tone of it the inflection phrasing of his i think overall uh there's there's definitely some quality there i don't know a lot about how fred durst carried himself off stage or whatever but like what do you can you think of anything that made him so unsavory because i feel like it was more just like uh just an obnoxious rock star well and like like nick said they were the biggest band in the world he was almost like with dave grohl it was like he was fucking everywhere okay i was gonna say i could see it being a case of too much and you just don't want to see him anymore and he had a distinct look and a distinct voice and the band had a distinct sound of the time and you're just like we're done with that and now you know, we hate you. <laughs> well, it was, it was not not only that, it was just like, you know, the style of music appealed generally to white trash people. He appeared to be and in, in was and is a white trash guy from Florida. Didn't have the advantage of at one time being a member of Nirvana, which is why Grohl gets a pass for his <laughs> Foo Fighter stuff. Foo Fighters are creed with... <laughs> a member or two of the band who used to be in nirvana it's bro rock it's planet fitness rock <laughs> and i'm not saying it's not good there are a lot of foo fire songs i like in fact i would say everlong is one of the top five rock songs of all time wow. it's that good yeah but they're not groundbreaking in any way they're they're a, a bro rock band that uh is held in a much higher esteem than it should be because of dave grohl's used to be in nirvana and pat smear of course so fred durst didn't have that going for him so he was just overexposed white trash guy and uh you know people started to hate him quickly i was uh, i always found borland very interesting yeah because he he was just the odd man out Mm-hmm. Look, I mean, just he didn't with match the, the look. Of the no, band. not yeah. at all. And yeah. it, and it was like, <laughs> yeah, wearing these weird costumes. Yeah, and all the time, like and like really over the top. Like we're like, like more over the top than Genesis era. You know, Peter Gabriel. Um, yeah. with in Genesis, like just the really weird costumes. Like he he even takes it farther. Yeah, still does. I saw a picture of him recently. A really, actually, it was one that I thought was pretty cool. So. <laughs> Yeah, and then you had DJ Lethal of House of Pain on the turntable, so you had some crossover appeal there. Mm-hmm. Then the rhythm section was pretty potent. I mean, they were, you know, you almost can't say it without being ridiculed uh, just reflexively, but they they were, there was some quality there, and they had the distinct sound. And I would um, I would listen know. to Gold Cobra on purpose. Oh, that's a great. I'll song. say that great video too. Have you seen the video? <laughs> Isn't it just like a rap video, basically? A bunch of cars, cars and, and women. cars yeah. and women, yeah. 
shaking their tits around. It's like it filmed in a viaduct of some sort out yeah. in California, probably. But I, yeah, no, that's a great song, and uh, um, you know, just uh, occasional just shouts of "fuck you" sprinkled <laughs> through there, you know, Tourette's esque outbursts of profanity and stuff. That's yeah. a great video, and uh, yeah, I, I, I'm with you on that one. That that should be their next mashup, so Gold Cobra. You told me about that one. It probably was a decade ago, <clears throat> maybe yeah. about that. And I was like, I don't know, I'm not going to like this. I watched it, and I found Fred Durst to be charming in it. Yeah, because well, you could tell he was, he was not taking himself very seriously. Like there was some humor in it. It's kind of silly. Well, there you I don't go. Know. I thought, all right. Get so there's there's guy. something about when a band is enormous and they've reached a saturation point and then they come down from it. Mm-hmm. I think some people might be more willing to give them a shot after that. Mm-hmm. In in retrospect, so yeah. maybe that's what happened. Maybe I just thought, eh, okay, he's having a good time. It's not like yeah, it was, overly it's serious. It's yeah. A, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> it's uh, <clears throat> again, it's hard if not impossible for some people to get past the Fred Durst persona, but in terms of like, and I can't remember the producer who uh, worked with them and I think Corn as well, but yeah, you know, did a good job of pulling out their unique qualities and, uh, you know, making them sound decent for what they were doing. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't underestimate the bass playing going on here. I was going to make a comment about that. I can't think of many misfit songs that have bass runs like that. No, I don't think. I think this guy's really taking do. it a little bit over. Well, here. and uh, as other people opined, which we'll hear later, the guitar solo that kicks in was not indicative of misfits, from what I understand. Yeah. Who cares? That doesn't matter. It does, yeah, this, it's, but it, this this transcends uh, those those uh, boundaries. Yeah, I'm exactly. Not, it, I'm not upset about it. Plus, when yeah. when you're these guys and you know you've hit a home run, you you can you 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 have carte blanche to take liberties and infuse a little of your uh, own personality <clears throat> into it. You can start start acting like Durst in the Gold Cobra video. Pretty much, you know <laughs> you know you've done it. You can walk around with one glove yeah. and a. Whatever else. I forgot what else he was doing. You can make out with uh, Halle Berry in the Behind Blue Eyes video. That's another thing that outraged a lot of people. It's like this scumbag (laughs) is making out with one of the hottest women on the planet because he's in Limp Bizkit. A lot of people had problems with that. Somehow more upsetting than the Billy Bob Thornton love scene with Halle Berry. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, she really... uh, Really, really did it on screen with some real uh, <laughs> top shelf dudes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, is that a real lyric? Uh, yeah, I feel like shit is in the okay. uh, is in the lyric sheet. Here. Okay, I wasn't sure if this middle section was really. No, it is. I know it's pretty the, spot on from what I can see. Okay, I know the chainsaw part coming up is, but that this section so, between that. I so we're listening to this version, and Chris has the obviously the Limp Bizkit lyrics. Was anything 
passed up or cut out? Or we not go, that I it, can it's see. It's all there. So it's far. all there. Okay. Yeah. All right. This is the best. <laughs> That's perfect. That palm muting is is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. phenomenally it's, it's, it's done. Creating some drama yeah. here, where where there was some in the original, but I think this might actually eclipse it. <laughs> and that right now I'm dangerous was a great Danzig take. <laughs> yeah. Now they they did omit some <laughs> lyrics here. That, okay. uh, it was uh, we've all felt like shit and been treated like shit. All those motherfuckers that want to step up. I hope you know I pack a chainsaw. They, 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 those lyrics were omitted. Mm. Okay, that still works. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a yeah. good. It's a good. I'm edit. not going to question anything these guys did at this point. There it is. Now, that was kind of like the end of Mother, right? Where he's kind of just moaning a bit. Right? Yeah, that could be what the I'm inspiration assuming. for that ending was. Sure. That makes sense. Oh, Yeah, and I'm looking at uh, the songwriters. It's all the guys the band, plus Brendan O'Brien, who might have been the producer oh, really? I'm talking about. Wow, I didn't know they worked with him. <coughs> and uh, Fred Durst pilot. has got his full name here. I'm realizing I share a middle name with him. Fred William Frederick Durst. He even spells it the same way I do. Wow. wow. Did not know that. Very cool. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, the, uh, the I'm like a chainsaw. I'll skin your ass raw is what I've... <laughs> I've spoken about this on a previous episode, just completely unrelated, but that Woodstock 99 performance where they did this song and it totally just tipped the, turned the whole thing over into a, just a riotous rape session, apparently. Yeah. Which your brother Jay was there, right? Yeah, He was was. there. We should, we should have, uh, we should have had him on, had him on for some storytelling. But that was where when Durst was like getting totally caught up with it, with it, and his like voice went up and act. was like, "Skin your ass raw." <laughs> he, he was all fucking jacked up, and and hey, say what you want about it, but you have that kind of effect on a crowd like that. You got something going on. Yeah, I mean, 
he's on that uh he's like surfing on a piece of wood <laughs> right exactly <laughs> in front yeah. of whatever it was two hundred thousand people i don't maybe that's the wrong number but it's an enormous a crowd. lot of people yeah yeah and they're all whipped up into a frenzy <clears throat> and there's fires burning and stuff that had to be yeah a serious and in, moment and in the new metal episode of metal Ep- evolution that uh series that sam nunn did banger films guy mm-hmm Jonathan Davis of Corn totally threw Durst under the bus. Said he single-handedly ruined Woodstock with that performance of Break Stuff and what transpired afterwards. Because it got violent. Yeah, that, that was the turning point of the whole thing. And then but, what? Did the Chili Peppers came on like right after or soon after? Yeah. And that's when like all the <laughs> rapes and fires. Yeah, started. I mean, wasn't that when uh, they always? They always say that they were playing Fire by Jimi Hendrix while there was a fire going on. Oh, okay. So it was kind of I don't I don't think they did it on purpose. I think it was just bad timing. Like whoops. Irony. Yeah. Yeah. But okay, let's talk about this Fred Durst thing. Is it really his fault? Why are we blaming him? No. I don't blame him, but yeah. <clears throat> if you watch that Metal Evolution episode, Jonathan Davis totally just says he he ruined Woodstock and like probably ruined the perception of their whole generation of music. I mean, he was not did not pull any punches on hmm. how he felt about it, which I think was a little extreme. Maybe but. I'll have to review it. Yeah, that's I don't know. That's putting a little too much responsibility on the performer. Yeah, and not the giant sea of people. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> You know, this is something I've talked about many times. I know I talked about it with Nick kind of recently. But if you look at that time period of what was accepted pop culture, it was a crazy time. Oh, Much absolutely. crazier now. Like, here's a brief list. So this is when we were in high school, too. So we're, like, impressionable. And this is what was accepted pop culture entertainment. It was, like, Jackass, Fear Factor, um, South Park, Family Guy... Uh, I mean, Eminem wrestling wrestling was pretty adult at that point. Wrestling was out of pretty control, extreme, and yeah. then like also ECW too, not just WWE. Yeah, different, crazy in different ways. I'm sure there's a lot more, but just everything that was like, I mean, what, the internet was up and roaring at that point. Mm-hmm. So I'm, you know, it was wild west in a way. But basically, it was uh, accepted and encouraged crazy behavior so when you put that many people together and then you get the some of those bands to perform people are going crazy yeah no i i don't don't blame fred durst yeah no no i mean doing their thing what they were hired to do yeah yeah so basically uh nick and i are not responsible for anything we do either right (laughs) we're a victim of our it's also it's it's also not like corn as simon and garfunkel in comparison i mean you know talking about you know the 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 sexual abuse that davis endured and all these other kind of creepy lurid um subject matter in the lyrics down-tuned music you know there was nothing delicate about any of it it was Mm -hmm. all just very you know like you said, indicative of the times, the post-grunge era. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's yeah. a professional jealousy involved in that? Yeah. Because Durst had that moment? I would say yes. Because, you know, is, it, does it go to the there's no such thing as bad publicity? If someone has a an iconic moment like that, do other people wish they had it? I would assume Even, even the if case. there were some, you know, definitely negative consequences. 
Or maybe you think if I was put in that position, I would, uh, I would have still had the crowd that hyped up, but they would have behaved. I don't know. Well, I mean, what the Stones and the Hell's Angels? It's not like the Stones were. They they weren't egging on the crowd to do anything. The crowd just did it. These people had to, you know, these are the people who are accountable for their actions. It's not the guy on stage. He could say, "Go do something right crazy," and everybody could be like, "No, we're not doing that." Anything Mick tried to, you know, pretend he was a fucking hippie uh you know woodstock guy trying to calm the crown crowd down and they weren't having it you know brothers and sisters everybody just cool out (laughs) it's like nobody's listening to you (laughs) and the fucking hell's angels are the security squad ridiculous i mean that's just on paper and in reality a terrible idea yeah and and (laughs) along those lines as those of us in this room know limp biscuit is coming to the festival of the lakes right up the street with their with their big old def leopard logo yeah i'm uh i'm 54 years old I'm not going anywhere near that because you know they're going to be playing break stuff in the set amongst all their other stuff. That's going to be after a pandemic when people have been cooped up for a year and a half. Some shit's going to go down so? there. I'm convinced of it. I'm, I would. I would. I would be interested in seeing them. I'm not going anywhere near that. That scene. No way. Yeah. It's interesting that they're playing there. And then they're playing Lollapalooza like the next month. That must have been a contractual thing that they had this Festival of the Lakes thing. You know, I, I think from maybe it, last year. Would it be year such a bad deal to do Festival of the Lakes? Though? No, I don't it's mean not, that. I, I guarantee you they're they're making it into the six figures. And a lot of that. people are going to be there. I don't yeah. mean that it's a yeah. bad thing. I just mean usually uh, Festival of the Lakes talent doesn't do Lollapalooza. Like that's... Yeah. Because Lollapalooza is like... Uh, exclusive like those bands don't do headlining shows within like a hundred miles in the same year you know what i mean in the same summer are you saying sammy hagar will not be at lollapalooza (laughs) well journeys at lollapalooza this year yeah no i didn't i mean see that's the thing it's like the lollapalooza the people who book lollapalooza is similar to me to the people who book the entertainment on snl you know it's like they they they're the arbiters of cool so you know certain bands don't have a shot in hell of ever performing on there again or ever but like SNL will have Ariana Grande and whatever the pop tart of the day is on there so they're not opposed to having whatever the super top popular act of the oh, yeah. day is I thought but, that's all uh, that they did anymore well for many years now I mean, they they mixed it up with more quote unquote legit hacks, but you know, Lollapalooza, you know, it's the, the woke generation, the cool kids and stuff, and fucking Limp Biscuit is playing there. They're not even at Riot Fest. They I mean, they won't know what hit them. That's what I'm talking about. It's like, look, they know what they're getting into booking them, just like the people who booked 99 Woodstock knew what they were getting into. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're fine with it so All interesting right. how limp biscuit is coming back into the consciousness of a, the younger woke generation very interesting we'll see how that pans out well, they're sort but of yeah in, i won't be anywhere near they, wolf they, lake on the occasion of their concert there is jay gonna by. go i would assume he's going yeah i would have to think so that's gonna be insane no two ways about it Nick, 
You brought this one to the table. Oh, yes. Give us a vote. Huge, huge Sweet Surrender. Mm. It's Sweet Surrender! Hell yes! Um, I'll just put it this way. This recording is better than either band. <laughs> it is, in my opinion. Well, I mean, you take two great things and put them together. That's what you get. This is a Reese's cup. Yeah. <laughs> is what we just listened to. Some chocolate, some peanut butter. Yeah. It's fantastic. Expon- exponentially better. So that's all I had to say. What is that phrase? Greater than the sum of its parts yeah. or whatever? That's what this is. Yeah, I agree. Um, sweet surrender for me. Ooh, too long. It's sweet surrender. Hell yes. I mean, I'm not familiar with the misfits i'm much more familiar with the mockery of glenn danzig and uh stuff like that and i'm 100 percent in favor of it i just think it's hilarious and just uh the the coming up with this mashup and then executing it on this level is just worthy of my highest praise like i said is as recently today in the middle of the work day i had this going on a loop for like <laughs> at least 20 minutes <laughs> so i mean so that would mean i i heard it you know probably 10 times in a row I'm not sick of it whatsoever <laughs> the, the vocal performance is masterful and you didn't know that nick was picking this one did you no i didn't no. know it today no <clears throat> yeah i was i was all set to get into the listener submission list mm-hmm. and i thought that it was going to come up one of these weeks and i just for the heck of it looked it up when is glenn danzig's birthday maybe Molly, it's coming up know. soon yeah it's next week you have to do it yeah. next week as of this recording it's this week as of the uh release and of this episode yes so two days from the release date right yeah 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 okay okay well at that point it's fate and you had to do it yeah so i'm glad you did and i too will give this one a sweet surrender Like I said at the beginning, I saw this posted. I thought, I don't know about this. This is not going to be... I I just didn't have high hopes. I thought thought that the person doing it wouldn't have... It sounds weird to say taken it as seriously as they did Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of humor in it. But I just thought it would be like a complete goof or like a mashup where they actually used parts of the real songs which could have been okay but i wasn't sure what to expect mm. when i heard it like you said instantly a bullseye like yeah. oh and then when the guy's voice came in okay this is awesome this guy's my hero kind of like a like a leslie nielsen sort of approach it's, you want to take it somewhat seriously yeah 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 but it's the, humor the, the the content is goofy but the approach is serious yeah exactly and this guy or group of people executed it perfectly yeah these these guys with one song are on the echelon of the my dick guys yeah. no question about it <laughs> one faction is extremely prolific the other one as far as we know has one song out equal levels of quality yeah. <laughs> that happens sometimes sometimes there's a band with 25 albums there's a band yeah. with one or two albums and you view them as peers absolutely so. The Blizzard of Oz band, if you will. Well, you were talking about Nirvana earlier. There yeah, you. them too. There's another one. Well, I knew we'd get here. It's not a surprise <laughs> to me. All right, Hammond! 
I got a question for you. Three sweet surrenders. A clean sweep takes us to the next round where we will determine if the three rock and roll boners in this room believe that All Hell Breaks Stuff is a rock and roll boner classic. Hmm. Big debate here. Big debate. Big debate. <laughs> um. <clears throat> well, I have my vote. Yeah, I'm in. Give me a... Hmm. All right, my vote's in. How about Nick, Chris, Andy? Okay. Could do that. Works for me. Rock. Roll. Big, hairy boner. <laughs> and he got it! It's a rock and roll How come he's not bowling against some of these women? How come they're not doing co-ed? <laughs> <laughs> they're afraid that might happen. A Weber challenge? That would be uncomfortable. <laughs> They've done something like that uh, recently. Uh, they, they mix it up. And I've, I've said this for a long time. Bowling is absolutely the one sport where men and women can compete against each other, and there's no physical advantage, mm. really. Mm-hmm, um, it's mm-hmm. all about accuracy. You know, a little bit about rev rate and whatnot, but, uh, um, you know, they should, that, that, that sport, game, whatever you want to call it, should be co-ed, just period. Mm-hmm. There should be no separation there. That would really set uh, bowling apart from the other sports out there. That would be interesting. Hmm. Any more thoughts, Nick? Any closing thoughts on that? Slam dunk. Um, that was an absolute slam dunk. I wanted to do just a quick, um, because it was a Misfits kind of a tie-in. Mm-hmm. Um, someone I uh, was friendly with, I just found out, had had passed away mm. a couple months ago, actually. I hadn't been on social oh, media yeah, yeah, very much. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, we had, we had uh, met up with them at the uh, Gene Simmons solo show a few oh, years right. ago. Oh, right, yeah, you told was, us. Uh, yeah, Blade Braxton is what he went by. And I uh, just found out about it, and it's, yeah pretty shocked and pretty sad about it but uh yeah he was a gigantic misfits fan so i figured i'd go. take advantage of this uh moment to just throw out a quick dedication that's nice that's what a bummer yeah he would have enjoyed this mash i have a feeling I, I have a feeling he really yeah he would have loved that i mean i, I don't know anybody who i mean <clears throat> come in with your preconceptions or whatever uh, how you can listen to this and not just find it completely hilarious the execution of it the inflection of the vocals turning these lyrics into like a, a up-tempo punk rock song like this mm-hmm. absolute masterpiece well if you disagree with us we're sorry that's just the fucking way it is hi guys this is paul anka and you're listening to one of my favorite hangout places Pot of Thunder. Stay tuned and don't miss it daily. They got it down and they do it my way. Anka, checking out. Oh, yes. Yards of questions. Motherfucker, I give them. Sing away. And this has been a just yes. rapid yeah. fire episode. There's yeah. a lot happening today. Action. <laughs> and he's earning his producer <laughs> of the year. All right. This is where I lose my producer of the year. <laughs> title. Uh-oh. 
Got to pick a good yard of questions here. Got a few this week that looked promising, but I usually don't want to spoil them. Hmm. Okay, uh-huh. No. <laughs> ah, right here. Okay, this looks fun. This week's Yardo Questions comes to us from Paul McDonald. Paul McDonald says, Great job keeping up the show through the pandemic. We all need well, a What laugh. else were we going to do? If you can't podcast throughout the pandemic, you really can't do anything. So, mm-hmm. I mean, appreciate the kudos, but it wasn't really that much of a chore for us. Yeah. It's shit else to do. I mean, the only bummer is, uh, you know, Tuge doesn't have, didn't blow through town every few months and have a, a meet up with him. Although we've we've got one looming in the future when they come back around. So yeah, it looks so like that's it. the best part of it, the pandemic being over. So yeah, for us anyway. All right, question one: What live album? has the best opening track for you. Hmm. Let's see here. Mine's an easy one. We've already covered it on the show. Queen Live Killers, the the jacked up version of We Will Rock You going into Let Me Entertain You. Nothing tops that for me. We've done an episode about it. Look mm-hmm. for it. Uh, nothing comes close for me. Um, I'm going to go with one that I've mentioned before. And I won't say it's like far and away better than other ones that I would... It's kind of in a rotating, maybe, uh, number one. Um, because, well, I'll, I'll throw just out there. I mean, I don't know from Tribute is always a top one for me. But um, I've mentioned uh, <clears throat> I've mentioned that, that live uh, album by The Angels, the mm. uh, live line. Okay. The opening track, Coming Down, is excellent, as, as, as well as pretty much every other track on the album. Highly recommend it, but yeah, it's a lot of intensity in that first track. Check it out. Question two: What bands with multiple lead singers do you appreciate? I think this was way more common in the '70s. You just don't see it as much now. That's true. Um, there's one that I. Uh, Maybe in recent months, I'd come to appreciate. I've, I've looked at, looked into them. I've been meaning to purchase a vinyl of one of their albums. That's the Bus Boys. Oh, there you go. Um, they have. Uh, they're they're. Uh, I mean, there's the guy who's their typical singer. But then there's. I was watching. I think it was like from the show Fridays. Um, they had a song called KKK. And the bass player sang it, mm-hmm. and it just like, and then like, there's a there's a guy. He's almost, 
almost like the guy from the Boss Tones that like that would kind of just dance and but he this guy would say things into the mic but he was almost like that that kind of performer. Okay. So they had that guy too. So I've been I've been uh, every once in a while looking them up and, and appreciating. Uh, Really great band, and of course, then Eddie Murphy's performing with them in some cases and things yeah. like that. So, yeah, I'm gonna go with them. The guitarist in uh, Sammy Hagar's in, yeah. Circle used to be in the Bus Boys. That's right? true. Yeah, was he an original member? Is he that dating all so. the way back? I think or? yeah, back from like the late '70s. Oh, I think. Wow. Yeah. You know, he was that old. Uh, and that's the guy who's going to be performing here. I right? don't know. Or no, it's well, that's not the circle. It's oh. Sammy Hagar and friends. So, so it's possible. Who knows who he's going to bring with him? Okay. You know, Might be some mind. local yokels. Yeah. <laughs> Might call a, us. A member of the Wabaritas <laughs> or two. Who knows? He's going to call us. <laughs> Boy, is he going to be disappointed? Bring Mark McGrath with him. <laughs> we'll, we'll say sorry. We're uh, we're switching venues this year. Yeah. <laughs> we'll pull a Gene Simmons on him. We won't answer his calls. Just let it go to voicemail. <laughs> Not interested. Uh, my pick would be ZZ Top. Mm. Most mo- most songs that are popular by them have uh, Billy Gibbons on the vocal, but when. Dusty Hill steps up to the mic. He's got a really nice uh, higher uh, register tone to his voice, but also very cool. And, and uh, for casual fans, they m- may not have heard as much uh, Dusty Hill vocals, but uh, there's they're sprinkled throughout the catalog and always quite good. He may have the stronger voice anyway. I would. Say. I think from a power standpoint, yeah. he definitely does. Hmm. But uh, it's kind of like a like a Glenn Hughes, uh, David Coverdale situation. Yeah, almost. Where they're, they're not that histrionic, but similar. No, but, yeah. Similar uh, dynamic going on there. Sure. Question three: With all the quote unquote supergroups that have formed in the last twenty years, like Audio Slave, KXM. Black Country Communion, etc. Glenn Hughes, another one. You have, do you have any favorites or an album that was a killer effort? Thank you, Paul. Dead Daisies were really good when we saw them open for Kiss the one time. And I mean, they've gone on to record some really good stuff too and have. It, when one one guy leaves, well, he, wait, wasn't Hughes and Dead Daisies also? He is, or he is, is them now? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I mean, like yeah, they've had a million people <laughs> yeah. passing through that ranks. Uh, um, I don't know. I mean, there was there are quite a few Velvet Revolver tracks that I liked. So yeah, yeah I mean, you can't deny that you know, that they were. A, Pretty great, but volatile. Well, and there's uh, another band. one of those bands just had two albums out, but uh, yeah, did quite good with both of them. I, I still fail to understand all the disdain that they got from people. Just people simply unable to accept anything other than Guns N' Roses or STP. But I mean, both those albums are quality. The first one had more of a <laughs> Use your illusion vibe, and then the second one was way more in the STP land. But both those albums are excellent, in my opinion. I've got kind of a counter question to that. Okay, are, are there any 
bands that have had significant longevity that started out as a quote-unquote supergroup? Hmm. Or do they burn out after a couple albums usually? Well, usually I think they do, but are there any that are there any bands that are like legacy acts now that started out as that? I don't I can't think of any on No, they yeah, especially if they like the bands that came from or previously uh of renown, you know, you usually look at two, three albums tops, and then they they peter out because of the egos, and also you know, just the uh, adventurous nature of the guys in the band. I'll say I like Black Country Communion. I own I own all the albums they put out. There's a lot of quality stuff there, and the other one I think uh, you would say. Um, fits the bill but to me it's close enough would be uh, black star riders with uh scott Coram of thin lizzie ricky warwick uh damon johnson of brother kane who's not alice cooper is not in the band anymore which is a shame but uh jimmy degrasso on drums who's not in the band anymore marco mendoza who's not in the band anymore Jeez. um but uh they they, they, they they definitely uh, fit the supergroup uh, mold, and uh, their first three albums are all excellent. Big fan. Have um, Hollywood Vampires released their album? Did they have an album out? I think so. I, ne- I, I say they never did. never got around to checking it out. I'm just because that's a supergroup for sure. I just yeah never really uh, pursued them much. You would probably like them, I would think. There's a there's a lot there that I a lot of elements at least, yeah, that I'm a big fan of. So, so it looks like there are two albums. Oh, are there? 2015. Okay, I guess I'm really, <laughs> I really didn't pay attention. 2019. Oh wait, so their first album was it says it was covers heavy. Okay. It says if, yeah. if that was the main event, then this album is, or if that was the opening act, this album is the main event. So the second album is Originals? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to check that out. I, I, I'm i really mostly, I've been aware of them as a, I guess, a live act. 16 songs, 57 minutes. That's okay. a big listen. It, All right. So there you go. Something for you to check out next. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to hunker down on that. Alrighty, well, thank you to Paul McDonald for that Yardo questions. I guess I have to send Nick a sticker in the mail for picking this song for this week. <laughs> I'll do I, that tomorrow. I already got one. Okay. I'll just stick yours on the Panera drive-thru. <laughs> Any good ones there lately? You know, I've been going there almost every day for work, but I haven't gone in the drive-thru, so I don't know. You go there and actually work? Yeah. Yeah? How's that going? Fine. Pretty good. I'm not joking today, because it's been really hot lately for the past couple weeks, but today was like 75, I think, at the high. Inside Panera while I was working, I could see my breath the whole time (laughs) where I was sitting. Not joking. It was that cold. Wow. So, they can't figure out (laughs) the temperature. Can't call an audible, huh? No. No. Just... Hey, it's set to what it's set. It's, it's set for the next few months. Yep. Come on, Panera. Yeah. Last bastion for weirdos to 
so many job so many job interviews taking place around you. That's such a weird phenomenon. Let's yeah. meet at Panera and conduct a loud job interview <laughs> with people eating next to you. I my I and got, for not necessarily jobs at Panera. No, no, none general, for Panera. Yeah, yeah. No, I I'm, I met uh, my last time I did a job interview. I met the guy at McDonald's. Yeah, right and you off, did right. it there, like you did it at McDonald's. Weird. Yeah, that's so for weird. your current job. Yeah, it ended up being my current job. Yeah, so strange. Like, why don't you? Why don't they interview you at the fucking facility where you're gonna be working? It was kind of like this a business. It was sort of like a pre-interview, I guess, because then I had to interview again at the facility. But the first meetup was at McDonald's. Hmm. I, remember, I remember many years ago, a friend of ours. He's working in like the printer business, computer stuff business. And he had an interview based on that for like a, a parallel move pretty much for some other company. And the woman's like, yeah, meet me at Panera on this day. So he went in there and he had like a polo shirt and khakis. And she's like, this, your outfit is not very professional. <laughs> it's like, you asked me to meet you at a Panera for a job interview. <laughs> I think that was the end of the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, what, are you supposed to show up in a fucking suit? You look like an idiot. Panera? Yeah. Out of here. <laughs> yeah, I don't... <laughs> Fools. But pretty much every day I'm in there, I see at least one happen. I don't know why that's such a thing. Yeah, that's strange to me. Yeah. All right. Uh, you can add some songs on the list. Send any Yardo questions. Potofthunder.com and make it happen. And you know what you should do right now? Since you heard all hell break stuff cut up into whatever, 10, 20, 30 second chunks, listen to the whole thing in its entirety. You know what you need to do? Go ahead and... <laughs> <laughs> 